Listener Production. You're listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher. A place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. We're not usually here on a Friday, but here we are. And we're here for a really, really good reason because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And as you've likely already heard, we had a great chat with Bianca Innes early this week. And she was the youngest woman in Australia in 2017 at 20 years old to be diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, after hearing her story, it touched Elle and I so deeply. And we just thought we actually have to do, we want to try and do more. So we created our Touch Your Tits initiative to raise funds for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. The pre-sale actually finished at the end of September and we are very proud to announce that we have raised around $28,000 and sold over 750 t-shirts in four days. Amazing. I actually cannot believe it. Hey, like Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone out there that bought a T-shirt or shared our initiative on social media and all those people that wrote in messages to Chloe and I saying that they'd battled before or they'd, you know, lost a loved one and they shared their story and we're just so, so sorry and our hearts go out to you and we're just so proud to do a small part in it. Like We're just little dogs but I think just every dollar counts Um, and it's... Like chatting to Bianca was just so eye-opening and she just told us how important it is to be in touch with your body and I'm guilty. I've never touched, like I've never tried to like examine or touch my boobs myself or notice any new lumps and bumps and it and it would be so confronting if you did find any new weird bits in your tissue and you didn't know what to do about it, especially when you're so young, you just wouldn't be thinking that way. And with breast cancer, early detection is key. So we are We've definitely, definitely, definitely learnt that now. And we are so stoked today to be joined by Samantha Oakes, who is the Associate Professor Director of Research Investment at the National Breast Cancer Foundation. And so she's here to give us the lowdown on what to look for if we do notice any changes with our boobs. So Sam, welcome to Darling Shine. Oh, thank you so much, Elle and Chloe. And let me begin by saying thank you to you guys and all your listeners for raising these incredible, important funds towards world-class breast cancer research. No, thank you for all that you guys do. We can't believe how much we raise like in a few days. It's honestly, it's just like goes out to the community, like how amazing our listeners honestly are. Incredible. And every dollar counts. Research will save lives. Absolutely. So could you please give us a bit of a rundown of what the earliest signs of breast cancer are and what, sh- what we should be looking out for? You guys gave a fantastic introduction. Um, it's not about necessarily being an expert in the way you check your breasts. It's about breast awareness. And we want to make that message very, very clear to everyone, women and men. Breast cancer is the second most commonly diagnosed cancer among Australians unfortunately, and it's responsible for over 3,200 deaths. We want everyone to know about their breasts, be breast aware 
being breast aware is also including doing self-checks on your breasts and understanding the normal look and feel of your breasts. We ask everyone to be breast aware during everyday activities. For example, during showering, putting on lotion on your body during your preparations during the day, as well as looking in the mirror. Because any unusual change in the breast, and this could include, for example, a new lump or lumpiness, particularly in one side of the breast, changes in the shape or color of the breast, potentially changes to the shape of the nipple or any discharge, any crustiness or scaling, um, a change in the, in the skin around the surface of the breast, and any pain that won't go away, for example, in the breast or even in the armpit area. Any of those changes could be a sign of breast cancer. But it's important to know that not all changes in the breast are breast cancer. But the clear overarching message is if you notice any changes in the breast that are unusual, please do not hesitate to go see a GP and get it further checked out because the earlier a breast cancer is diagnosed, the better it can be treated. Sam, is it different times of the month your breasts can be different? Because I know when I get my period, my boobs go like quite sore and much bigger. And Mm. then I feel after the Bianca episode, I kind of went on this like crazy bit of a tangent and like every single day I was checking my breasts and I feel like I got my period this one day and I like panicked one night because I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I can feel something. And but it's gone now. But I think it was just because it was around my period. Is that like common? Absolutely. Each and every month when we undergo a menstruation, that's the breast getting ready for that lactation. And it's growing a little bit of tissue to get ready to produce milk for the young. And of course, it undergoes those changes. So yes, normal changes that occur during each and every menstrual cycle is quite common. And most changes that you you notice during the course of those um, menstrual cycles won't be breast cancer. But it's those unusual changes, particularly if it's only occurring in one side of the breast or it's a Mm. reddening or it's a soreness or something that won't go away with the normal menstrual cycle. They're the things that you might want to get checked out by a GP. But again, it may not necessarily be breast cancer because there's a number of normal benign changes that can occur in the breasts, even for example in breasts where you get a blocked duct because of course the breasts are there to produce milk. So sometimes Mm. there can be blocked ducts that cause changes in the breasts and lumpiness and soreness. But it's just important that if there's anything unusual that just doesn't go away, go see your doctor. Mm. Just go and get examined. It's not worth it. That's right. And even even if it is nothing, this, you should have no embarrassment yeah. going. If you have any concerns whatsoever, and this includes both men, and, sorry, women and men, because of course men, although much rarer breast cancer in men, it actually can occur in men as well for around 200 um, men per year. So if you un- notice anything unusual about your body, about your breast tissue, don't fear going to the doctor for nothing because we know the earlier breast cancer is detected, the better it can be treated. What I associate breast cancer with as well is like, I remember when I was growing up, there always used to be this like breast cancer truck down at our local like yes. football field. Narrabeen. And I, yeah. And I always really associate that with like older women. And I feel like now more than ever, especially since putting this episode out and also since our initiative, I know both Elle and I have had an influx of messages from quite young women who are telling their stories to us and saying, thank you so much for doing this and raising awareness. Do you feel like in the last, like, say, 10, 20 years, 
there's been like a spike in younger women and men being diagnosed with breast cancer? In fact, the incidence of breast cancer is going up in all age groups. Um, the, the primary risk factors for breast cancer are being female because we've got breast tissue and, and breast cancer develops from breast tissue, but also age. Predominantly, breast cancer occurs in the majority of women between the ages of 50 and 74, which is why we have a free population screening program for anyone the ages of 50 to 74. But the overarching message I want to get across today is breast cancer can affect you at any age. In fact, around 1,000 women under the age of 40 will be diagnosed with breast cancer in Australia this year alone. So that's not an insignificant number. And so we want everybody, no matter how old you are, whether you're between the ages of 50 and 74 and you you can elect to receive your free mammogram every two years at breast screen, it's also free for anyone between the ages of 40 and 49 and over 75. So if you're young and you've got concerns about your breast, again, go see a doctor. Not only do you have breast screen available to you, the free mammograms available from the Australian government, but you can go see the GP and the GP might elect if you've got any concerns about the breast and they've got concerns about any particular lumps in the breast, they can elect to do any sort of diagnostic tests to really investigate whether that's indeed breast cancer tissue. I wonder why it is that you're seeing more and more in each age age group. Like why is it becoming more prevalent? And also is there like... Such a probably weird question, but do you know if there's anything that reduces the risk or is is it true that it's more hereditary or...? It's certainly not a weird question and it's a very important question. It's a very important awareness message as well. Um, So we are seeing an increase in an elevation in the number of breast cancer cases in this country every year. Part of that reason is because we are seeing an expanding population in Australia. A second part of that reason is really the good news story about how successful we've been at detecting breast cancer. In the last 30 years, with the implementation of breast screen, of course, we're detecting more cancers earlier. In fact, over 50% of all breast cancers that are detected through breast screen are actually less than 1.5 centimetres, meaning that that breast cancer is actually early and can be adequately treated. So that's the first thing. It's the good news story. But we do know that there are both genetic factors and non-modifiable factors that can contribute to risk. The first things you can't change are being female, ageing, and potentially whether there's a family history that may elevate your risk of developing breast cancer. The other factors that we can modify, lifestyle factors, we do know that for about one in four breast cancers are potentially preventable by making healthier lifestyle choices. And those are, we know that if you reduce your alcohol intake, that can lower the risk of developing breast cancer. We know that if you maintain a healthy body weight and you exercise regularly, you can reduce your risk of breast cancer. And of course, the baddie, smoking. Smoking obviously elevates your risk of breast cancer and many other diseases as well. So it's just important to maintain that healthy lifestyle to really contribute to lowering your risk of developing breast cancer. You know how when you, because you say that there's a, it's free for anyone who's over 40, I swear everyone that's landed in my inbox is under 35 and some obviously as young as 20. So, and yep. I know a lot of our listeners fall into that bracket. Do you think that it's something that GPs should do when you, you know how you have to do your routine pap smears every year? Why aren't they doing like routine breast checks? Personally, it, it's not like front of my mind. Until we've spoken to Bianca and I'm really like aware of it now, 
for, for girls who are between 20 and 35, for example, they're not thinking about this. And like, why are, like, are GPs kind of stressing the importance of like self checks or I don't know, should there, is there more that we can do or not really? You just have to kind of keep over it. I, I think continuing the breast awareness message is important. Okay. Obviously the predominant number of cases that occur of breast cancer actually occur in women between the ages of 50 and 74, which is why we've got the breast screen in that program. Mm -hmm. It's a bit different for those women under the age of 40 because we do know that breast density plays a role in women who at the earlier ages. The, The older a woman gets, the less dense a breast tissue will actually become. And density can impact on the accuracy of screening mammograms. So the thing that we want to keep pushing, which is all about breast awareness, even if you're 25, if you're 20, if you're 30, if you're 40, if you're 50, obviously you've got the availability of the free screening mammograms. But if you notice any changes, go see your doctor because there are other diagnostic tests that may be more useful for a woman, say at the age of 30 or under the age of 40, that might be able to detect that breast cancer that occurs in that early age woman. Um, Before we conclude this little bonus episode, I wanted to ask you what um, donations like ours are used for within your organisation. Yeah, thank you for that question and and thank you again for your, your support and your listeners' support for this fabulous cause. Um, so the National Breast Cancer Foundation primary purpose is to invest in world-class breast cancer research towards our very clear and ambitious vision of zero deaths from breast cancer and that's because every life needs to be saved and we lose 3,200 women and and around 20 to 40 men each year in Australia. Now, it's my role as Director of Research Investment to oversee and facilitate our world-class peer review grant schemes to ensure that we actually invest in the very best breast cancer research. The research that we invest in are research into understanding prevention and risk so that we can hopefully prevent breast cancer from even occurring. New and improved Mm -hmm. detection methods. Remember, we were talking a little bit about the difficulty in detecting breast cancer sometimes with mammography and young women with dense breasts. So that's finding new and improved detection methods. But most importantly, it's finding new and improved treatments for those really hard to treat breast cancers. The good news is seven in 10 people who are diagnosed with breast cancer will now survive long and healthy lives thanks to investment in world-class breast cancer research. But unfortunately, around three in 10 patients will either be diagnosed with or develop a really hard to treat breast cancer, including metastatic breast cancer that spreads throughout the body. We don't have treatments for these breast cancers, so we need to find better treatments. And your money will go towards finding those cures for those hard to treat breast cancers. So thank you so much for your support. Yes, thank you, everyone. And I i mean, we can't really take much credit because it was actually all of you listeners who have poured your hearts into this and your money. And yeah, it's such a great cause. And we're so, so happy to be a part of hopefully change in the future. But one more thing that I wanted to ask you is it's obviously Breast Cancer Awareness Month this October. And there's a lot of things that are happening in communities and online. What 
And how can people get involved this month to support the Breast Cancer Foundation? Keep the breast awareness message going around. I think that's really important because every breast cancer we detect earlier is another life that is saved. Please come and visit mbcf.org.au on our website. There are a number of different activities that you can get involved in through the month of October to raise important funds towards world-class medical research to really save those lives and get to zero deaths from breast cancer. Yes, thank you so much, Sam. We just learned so much and I hope everyone else did too. So like Bianca Innes said when she concluded her episode, let's all feel it on the 1st and we should probably also feel it on the 15th too. Probably twice a month is better than once. It's never been more important for every woman and man out there to just get in touch with their body and know what feels right for them. 100%. Thank you so much for taking your time, Sam, in educating us a little bit more about getting to know our body. Most welcome. And it's my pleasure to be here. And thank you again for your support. Research saves lives. So every dollar we raise counts. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, everyone.